Hello, Sorensen Sound. Um, I'm walking home from a lovely day. I had a long call with my mama. She was driving back on a spur-of-the-moment road trip she decided to take. Honestly, I got a text from her on Thursday. She's like, oh, I arrived in Charleston. And I was like, I, like I, I listened to my mom, and she hadn't said anything on our bi-weekly call. Or bi-weekly as in twice a week. Just the one earlier that week the call that most preceded it this journey and so today i was like first thing i said when she answered i was like why are you in charleston and she was like oh i just decided to go and i was like okay so if anyone ever this is gonna this this i swear is related to something i'm gonna say um if you ever question like i am just that person i like i am so much like my mother in so many ways that i'm proud of um, that sorry someone was looking at me and I was like oh hey <laughs> can I help you <laughs> um, I do have a very good like I, I don't blame him I have a great look on today it's giving like zoology professor um, I have my little I don't know how to describe these shorts because they kind of look like workwear pants like the dickies with like the little loop on them but they're just like truncated into shorts and my Ralph Lauren like big white button down that I have tucked in but appropriately fluffed sleeves rolled up my little watch hair in two braids baseball cap I'm serving I'm serving zoology professor and who doesn't want that so I get it anyway like my mom especially in this regard where it's just like yeah I decided to go do this thing which case in point I got a little star tattoo I have been wanting one but I, I go through, I want tattoos all the time, and I just haven't got one in years. So the fact that I actually, like, did it this time, it's like, well, uh, this one. Uh, my good friend of mine's roommate gave it to me. And I said, it's like, honestly, I kind of, like, there's something very nice, low-key, like, relaxing about stick and poke. Maybe it's because it gives me vague acupuncture vibes, not to misappropriate acupuncture like that because I know the meridians and everything takes a long time to study so I'm not saying that um yeah it was nice it was nice to like be in that little little room have a nice little conversation with people that are usually just acquaintances and I was like oh this is so lovely um yeah I just like the vibe a lot so Something I was asked in that little tattoo session was if I pref- because I've had stick and pokes before and I've had like professional like tattoo gun usage, I don't know how to phrase that, done before. And I was asked like which I prefer, and I was like honestly the feeling I, I don't know which one. And they they have completely different looks. So it's and because tattoos are already so aesthetic, it's just that's entirely up to personal preference. But honestly, I like the vibe of getting a stick and poke more. And I guess that in some ways comes to tie attaches meaning to the style itself but I just like the fact of like bringing little drinks and sitting in the apartment having nice conversations honestly conversation flowed so well and I think that's partially because like we knew each other a bit um whereas with most tattoo artists unless you're someone who like goes to them a lot you you don't know what to say and you're just kind of like slay um yeah, so it's just kind of relaxing in terms of that vibe. 
actually just getting poked. I did, like I don't mind. It didn't hurt at all. Um, yeah, so very fun. Uh, I do. I feel a little bad because right before they were gonna, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do a test poke." Um, just like see how your skin bounces, like how it feels, whatever, and to so you know what it's just gonna feel like. And before I was even touched, I was like, ah! But I said it genuinely exactly like that. And they're like, oh no, you okay? And I, so I felt bad, but I, I thought that it was, I, I just didn't think twice, that's just how I am, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I think, I think it's, the way I am is okay. I do still feel bad that that was how it went. <laughs> Anyway, so, yeah, like, I, I just do things as soon as I think of them. As soon as I feel something, I'm like, okay, it's time to act on that. And that's partially because I live in such, like, I, I care a lot about value alignment, like, acting on the things I believe in. And so, sometimes you don't always, like, sometimes you don't have an opinion on something. Oh, my God, she's puppy being trained. Um, <laughs> it is such a cute little puppy. Um... Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so sometimes you don't always know what you think about something, but then as soon as you realize it, I, like, or when I do, at least, I immediately want to act on it, and sometimes that's, like, a bit of hedonistic pursuit, and some people take hedonism to extreme, like, oh, it's so indulgent, but morality is relative, so yeah, what's indulgent to me might not be to you, and so why isn't everything? So I go so far as to call the little things that as well. Um, yeah, so it's like, she realized that she was like, yeah, I would like to go on this little trip for myself, and just did it, and told me when she was there, thankfully, but didn't tell me that was gonna happen, (laughs) um, and and I'm just very similar, so as soon as I realize something, I, I, I've realized that the appearance is that it seems as though I'm rushing in, like, and... A lot of people, to me, I've never considered this because I've only seen my mom where it's like, we rush in and we commit. Like, that's what we, like, rushing in is like, okay, we're doing this. And I've just always accepted that. I'm someone who's so genuinely down for the ride. Like, I am, like, I'm a ride or die. I always, that is how I characterize myself. And I mean that. Because as soon as I'm like, yeah, this is, it's you and me. And that's the case for, like, all of my friends. If you are my friend... I'm all in for you. Um, and I do my best to make sure they know that. But some people think I'm, like, kidding. Because they're just not used to that. Because they're not used to that Russian energy. Which is what I was saying. That, like, though this naturally makes sense, it's just not what I've experienced. And therefore, I never even considered it. But the fact that, like, with physics, you, like, you rush in, you're going to rush out. You know? And I, I don't rush out. I don't just like dip like that. Um, it's that quintessential quote of everything. Oh fuck! I'm not gonna get it wrong after I said it was quintessential. I also cannot remember who said it. I feel like it might have been David Foster Wallace. Um, it's just a D name. But everything I've ever let go of has claw marks in it, which is just like the idea that whatever there is that I have nothing has gone from me willingly if I care I care forever you know and sometimes it is so different sometimes it's like painful sometimes it hurts whatever um and in both directions sometimes it like 
you should let go. That doesn't make it easy. That doesn't mean that I do either. <laughs> um, so just that idea of like something I was talking to one of the, my friends I saw today. We went, oh, I don't think I ever finished saying what I did. Um, yeah, called my mom. Then I went to karaoke with people in my master's program. It was really fun. Low-key. Some of them are, are insanely good singers. Which I, like, I expected everyone to, like, hold a pitch. I don't know. Like, just be running the mill. But some of them were, like, good. And I was just, I was, I was in awe. Honey, I was in tears. <laughs> um, misuse of that quote, but, or phrase, rather. But I don't, it is a quote, but then it takes on colloquial usage intonation yeah interesting i'll think about that later um and then i was already in flushing so a new friend invited me with some of her friends to go like do a little like food tour around flushing so we did that and in that group i mean it's partially because they were like new to me kind of thing or like a lot of us were new to each other as well and i wasn't that big group but like half of us didn't really know each other half of us did so it was just like very much a flow of getting to know each other but then also having some sit down any any like the walking from shop to shop because they were like more little stands they weren't really sit down restaurants like the in between would be talking about like oh the basics but making sure that everyone in the group heard the basics and then when you sat down we would be able to like probe deeper but it was so I liked how slowly that was paced and it's also interesting that temporality can have so many lenses as in like maybe you rush in in the way that you see like if I saw this group of people suddenly every day now that would be one means of rushing in crazy voice crack there um clearly I'm one of the just like okay singers <laughs> but yeah so there's that means of rushing in but then there's also like when you do spend that time with each other like we spent so many we spent I don't I can do math I swear we spent like six seven hours together and for like a first meeting like that is a, its own means of commitment its own means of rushing in even though it was like it was slow in the moment like our conversations were like very pointed we all did like everyone was so good at like listening and being engaged actively and not just like interjecting all the time which like you would hope would be the case but I think people especially like the master's program everyone's trying to like make new friends people have their own means of like jumping in wanting to immediately feel included or a part of something but I do feel like in a lot of group settings it's easy for people to kind of try and take over try and set up a dynamic but with these people it was so easy to just like take it slow and I just really valued that taking it slow while also like rushing in in its own way of just accepting it for what it was because like odds are I mean I'll never see this exact I'll never be this exact five of us again there's no like reason for that to happen um like I would be all for it because obviously I had a great time but like it's, in my own mind I don't think that's gonna be a thing um yeah so it was like that kind of slowness and then the one friend that like I was there for or I guess that we were all there for the, the through line amidst us all um her and I took the same train home and 
it was crazy how like I, even though she's still a new friend I only met her earlier this summer or I guess like technically late spring um that we immediately the conversation just flowed so naturally into our own discourse like the things that we're interested in which was um that was partially this I was partially talking about like what I've mentioned over the last few podcast episodes just a bit more synthesized um which is I, I would like to note that's why I don't mind the fact that I know these are all over the place it's like yeah I'm, I'm processing the events kind of real time but it should be noted that what I say is not the final product that I gleam you know um like, I, I get more out of it. That's the beginning stage of processing. Like, that's me started sort of fumbling around how to talk about it, and then I'm able to talk about it more with friends, like I did today. And so we talked a bit about that, and the conversation that kind of split when we did have to uh, part at different train stations was the idea of boundaries, because um, she was like, yeah, I feel like you don't always have to have boundaries sometimes it's just like you know that both of like both people or however many people are involved in like a conversation or like the ways in which we relate to each other as people that you can just kind of like feel like what's like you just know like what's expected people will be like oh like this thing comfortable like in passing you just kind of get it you don't always have to be super explicit because that can also limit the relationship and I was like yeah no I totally agree and then I noted that something that had been helpful for me was that for the longest time I held like solely that philosophy if you will and um that kind of came to its own detriment because I wasn't even clarifying boundaries to myself like hard boundaries in this life I wasn't like okay this is just never acceptable in my opinion um and like a side note is that and again in business school <laughs> um I've like uh, I'm taking a negotiation conflict management course and something that I keep coming back to is like he'll be like oh there's this kind of scare tactic there's this kind of thing and I'm every time the kind of conclusion that I come back to is that if you know like a common example that we discuss is like discussing salary which I have issues with because I do feel like in some way like as much as this is a course for like upper level management for becoming like c-suite or taking over family companies in a lot of my peers cases um you still talk about like salary discussions and I'm like I get that that's just like, like an easy example but it does feel like I'm being trained to become a minion which I do not enjoy and so I fight back in this class a lot I fight back in a lot of classes let's let's be honest um, but professors typically love me for that because it just means that I'm engaged. So please don't come for me. Um, anyway, it's like if you know what your boundary is, and you always know, like your batna, you always know your, when you're willing to walk away or like at what point when the treatment or like suggested treatment is just so low to like it's too much. Um, and if we have that professionally, why wouldn't we have that socially? And to me, that's, like, what's setting boundaries. And you don't always have, you don't have to be explicit with someone else because I could be like, okay, that's kind of weird. Why did you say that? Like, are you thinking of leaving? Are you thinking of this? 
Like, it just makes a person all kinds of nervous for no reason. But I do think it's important to know for yourself. And they do say also negotiation that, like, don't ever reveal your walking away point. Because you want to know how someone's going to organically treat you in a working environment. You want to know, like, you can talk about whatever, but then at some point, that's just semantics. Like, you're not going to have deep infrastructure adjustments when, by having, like, a hiring conversation. Um, and so it's about letting people show you how they're willing to show up for you. And if they're not, and if they're not, then that's fine. And that doesn't mean it's not hard, but it, you should still walk away. Um, you know? Um, yeah. Even if you don't have something else lined up for a job, even if you don't have another friend to go hang out with, that just gives you, it gives you, like, it's not about an alternative because people aren't things to weigh against each other it's not like oh I like just friends but like you don't rank your fucking friends as I hope you don't I do think it's helpful to like know what you are to each other like if you're like casual friend or someone that, that you see a lot but that kind of relates to that temporal element of friendship um where something we were talking about is like yeah um so kind of across the crux of the thing we were discussing is before the boundary conversation, which we had cut off um, by the train, unfortunately. Also, I could have gone on the side with her. This walk was too short for my liking. I kind of want to walk more. I might do another loop. I'm doing another loop. <laughs> um, but I was like, yeah, there's like the one of the friends that I've made this summer. I just saw a rat. I just had a fun watch. I don't really know where it came from, honestly. It's kind of impressive they, how they squeeze through tiniest things ever um but basically 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 <laughs> lord <laughs> one of the friends i met this summer is like he has a very the, one of the person i one of the friends i keep talking about I've talked about several um but he has a very like slow approach to friendship every time like one of the first times we hang out, hung out he was like yeah we've been hanging out for like the whole day like we met in like the morning it's like we just had dinner and I was like yeah that's just like how I am with my friends and to me that's normal to me that's like taking it going all in in order to take it slow it's like yeah if we just have if we just meet up like once a week or twice a week and we like just hang out for like five hours then like that's sustained and that's how I feel because my love language is quality time I want to spend time with the people that I care about and he was like yeah I'm just really not used to seeing people for more than like two hours at once and so we started hanging out like a cut like two or three times a week and just cutting down that time to like one or two hours so it just wasn't as like as easier for him whatever and that's fine but then it got to like a point where I kind of realized and but then it eventually became like twice a week because I feel as though it's natural that after you initially get to know someone that you spend a little bit less time together unless it's a romantic relationship in which that kind of probably stays the same if not becomes greater <laughs> to some degree um, but in this case like just friends so you like it became more spread out but then that time constraint was still applied because I understood that that's how he felt like respected understood and comfortable and so I want to do that for a friend 
but then you kind of realize eventually that they're not doing that for you like that like never being flexible like never really being able to hang out for longer in the way that like I feel appreciated like it's great that they do that's what you want but then I never feel appreciated either or I never feel appreciated not either um and then you have this like kind of weird imbalance because it's like they could be like oh I never asked you to do this and I was like yeah but that's friendship that's how you show that you care and so it's just I think that's so how it can get easy for some buddy to be like oh my god we're so close because to him we see each other all the time but to me I'm like yeah th- this isn't much in the, the grand scheme of things you know so kind of fuck you walking past whenever I get tired it's because I'm walking past people at the waiter effect if you want a big old call back to season one I also recently realized that Spotify has not been classifying the podcast into seasons um, it just does on RSS feed, which is how I distribute the podcast. Um, I feel like I said that in a very early episode. But yeah, you just post podcasts on the RSS feed, and then it can automatically distribute to other uh, media platforms. But I only have it distributed to Spotify, because I don't, like, the point of this is to <laughs> share with the people I care about, not to get big. I don't really give a fuck. Um, uh, yeah, so, just Spotify. Um, seasons, callback I have to trace back my conversations a lot Or my, my threads of thought I think it's so weird uh, That's another thing that happened at the studio I was like, why did I start talking about this? And then they had to remind me of like They helped me backtrack it's like, a, it's like I've lost something But it's just my train I just lost my train of thought But then you literally have to trace your steps um, It's kind of funny Um it was helpful. I felt like detectives. It's it's good. But I've also talked about that kind of like those trees, those connections on this podcast, season two, some point. I don't remember when. If you if you know, you know. That's what we'll say. Um, so I'm wearing a Cubs jersey. I'm wearing Cubs hat. I'm afraid they're gonna try and talk to me. Um, I'm also hungry, and the later it gets, the more things are gonna be closed. Which you'd think I wasn't because it was a food crawl. But again, we're all polite and. I was nervous, so I barely ate anything. Um, I kind of have a feeling we all did that, because nobody ate a lot. Um, and it was also over the course of, like I said, like several hours. So even if we had ate enough, you'd probably want to eat at the end of that anyway. Um, so, you know, silly, but that's worth it. I love that kind of thing. Um, what was I saying? Kind of thing where you're glad to be hungry at the end of it. You're glad to have spent that energy on something or like spent that energy, but then it's also to be corny. uh, You're so energized by like the interaction that you don't realize you've lost anything or that you should refill with food because you're full on friendship. Yeah, I love myself. I think I'm great. And there are so... I was so comfortable and they were so clearly like I'm glad when people know their own like this one friend that like has their boundaries about time and like that temporality of friendship like I'm so glad that they know that about themselves because I then in return I know how to like make them feel cared for and I think so much of relationships is just knowing it's just 
it's this there's that flea bag quote where it's like i don't know where to put all this love when her mom died and her best friend's like give it to me like i'll take it i would love that and there's so like if you go through a breakup if you go through so many things it's just like how do i keep showing you love like what do, what do i do with all of this love that i have for you and so it's nice when people know themselves well enough that they can help you do that and they can help you show you how they feel loved and you can put that energy in and that's how you can build those connections and it's beautiful um and so i'm glad to be able to do that but then at some point like i said like i don't ever want someone to compromise what they're comfortable with for the sake of like reciprocation but especially because i know that i'm more adept in this field more adept at spending time with people and just like a bit more socially and that's fine like people are more adept than me like it's just strengths and weaknesses i don't want to call it weakness but it's just people have different um experiences in different areas and so i have more experience with like this means of navigating friendship and a conceptual level but it's still important to me that like my needs still aren't met and if that means that he compromises his then maybe we just shouldn't be friends and that's okay um so then you kind of let that fade away you don't have to truncate it i feel like that's something i did for a long time is that i'd have that kind of realization or i'd project it out in the future some ways away and then i would act on it because i was scared i was scared of that like eventual fade away but the fade like the fade away is a part of it and the fade away if nothing else is more time with the person that you deemed worthy of spending time with in the first place not that anybody isn't but like deemed worthy of something like you're comfortable you get along you add something to each other's lives like very positive affection well <laughs> crazy phrasing but i think you get the point i will not belabor it because then i will just fixate and spiral um so if i ever like clearly am moving on from something that like is bothering me that's why it's just because otherwise i spiral and we do i have we don't need me to spiral we don't need anyone to but i just won't leave um so friendship yeah you don't want to do it but it's okay to just let it fade away it's that's its own thing and it can also like people can surprise you sometimes the fadeaway is a comeback sometimes the fadeaway is like oh like that is it and you, you shouldn't do it for this point you shouldn't do this for the point of like oh maybe they'll come back because like yeah you're not allowing distance to occur isn't I would force an end and that's me assigning a narrative or something but if you just like let things go the way they're supposed to if you let it fade as I've been saying then that's the way it was always supposed to go but sometimes that distance is that sometimes that space is what gives people the time to be like oh like I'm it gives people time to miss you honestly and it gives time people time to realize what you're worth them what you mean to them and like on the one hand i i get as someone who like rushes in who knows what they think about most things that's hard for me that's hard for me to fathom and that's why i was truncated because i was like no if you don't know how you how to care about me right away i'm scared i'm out <laughs> and that's you know that's when i force endings and i instigate honestly more than I need to and it's not intentional I don't mean to harm anything I'm like that's me trying to save us both and then 
that's when it's actually causing harm because things end prematurely and sometimes people, not everyone is like me i love my mom and i know she's special she, she's kind of special too queen <laughs> um, and so i should know that about myself too um yeah and my mom's on her little trip and i missed her because she wasn't texting me all the time and that's it's hard to know that sometimes you're present you're like you showing up in the way that you want to isn't always the most isn't as open-armed as being missed but especially in this case he's a very nostalgic person which i know whereas i'm a very present oriented person so to me it's like of course like i care about the present so i want people in my life in the present all the time and he's like he's kind of like ah like we had such good times i was like yeah but we could like still be doing like what um so it's just all about getting to know that so anyway the point is on that little chair ride her and i talked about like fluxes of personality in that way which is really nice and i like that it's still like we got her because she's very similar to her friends in a lot of ways uh which explains why i like her friends so much um but she moves slowly and we got to this point in our friendship with just like some meetings whenever we're both comfortable and like spending so many like six seven hours every time um and we got there by like rushing like got there by taking it slow essentially we got to this depth and it was so nice to see that so clearly juxtaposed with this big group of like meetings multiple new for me three new people um and it, it was great i really i really appreciated it this is all to say i care about my friends so much and kind of a reminder to myself to even if you think you can predict the end you can't even if you something seems so certain you're like oh my god this isn't gonna work out we're just gonna like they're just gonna hate each other and argue whatever it's the whole idea that like sometimes friend breakups are worse than actual breakup or like romantic breakups um and i was like ah damn uh i thought that's the case for me but it's <laughs> my, my romantic breakups fucking destroy me um anyway um but it still like hurts and you can still see like seeing the end of anything or something someone you care about that's always gonna be tough gonna be brutal and you are not a prophet you might have pattern recognition but people aren't just patterns they have their own things and as much as you can try and guess trending situations the ac in new york fucking loud as hell so sorry about like all these buildings where it's just rampant noise um yeah i lost my wire headphones again and those were the ones that had like the decent mic that i would use on these walks so i don't know i put them in the pocket of one of my pants and i wore those pants and i took them out because i knew they were there and now i don't know where they are my apartment is not big so it's really confusing and it's not in my bag like i use the same bag every day so and i've also checked the other ones and i was like literally haven't worn these out in the world like ever little tote bags instead of my normal day-to-day bag i don't know where they are so that's my standard 
please still love me even when I'm not at my 1,000%, when I'm at my 100% for the day, but not my all-time best. That's my begging to be seen as capable. Um, yeah. Wee-woo-wee-woo. Mean people, it was so nice. I'm so happy. I can see my, my path to extroversion is beginning. I spend time with people and I'm recharged. And maybe it's just about spending your time with the right people. <laughs> that <laughs> makes this part easier, this extroversion. But it's also nice because, um, just sign up. You can tap out now if you wanted some quote unquote meaning. Rather than meaning, let's call it a through line. Because I'm not claiming to have some grandiose purpose. This is just, that's the through line. Said and done. Something about boundaries, something about speeds of friendship, something about letting things play rather than always harping on those realizations. <laughs> something about noticing and letting go um, in order to proceed instead of perpetuating your own narratives. Um, something about that. But um, I guess it's still time related. is isn't everything. Um, <laughs> time and place, that's all we got, right? But Oh, it was also fun to see her, uh, my friend, in, like, a group context, because we've only really hung out, like, just the two of us, other than when we first met. Um, yeah, so it was just nice. It was fun to see her in group context. And I could tell that we were both, like, because we, we, we already know that we're very analytical people. We like, like to see how people act in certain situations. <laughs> I could tell that we would sometimes, like, both be, like, watching, because this was new. She's also not seen me in group setting so it's fun to like watch that navigation happen and it's yeah I like having people that also care about that about it's nice to have friends that care about people and understanding them and knowing their little minds <laughs> um, but so she is a couple of years older than me and whenever it's just the two of us is, I think I've said this before even though we're only children she feels very much like a big sister like she just has like very caring energy um, just, yeah, very solid, grounded individual. Uh, and two of the people were her friends from college, so they're the same age, both, like, in a certain point in their lives, both very, like, a few years removed from university, doing other things. And one of them, um, is her intern. I believe her intern. Um, but if nothing else, like, also went to their university or goes to the university goes to the university they went to there's my grammar um and so she's just like she's soft i don't remember if she said she just finished sophomore year no she definitely just finished sophomore year okay um maybe i'm actually confused now i'm not gonna think about that too much i'm bamboozled um but still like even for me like I graduated a semester ago, but I went immediately into the master's, so I have, like, weird degree. Oh, big-ass cockroach on the sidewalk. Um, my own degrees of removal. I won't, like, avoid rats as thoroughly as I avoid cockroaches. I see that bitch, and I cross the street. Um, yeah, so it was fun to see, like, that difference in age for them, but realize also personally how much closer I felt to people that were equally as far from me in age but like older as to younger um because it's just such a completely different 
state of mind. Like she, like there's so much, there's just so much that she's gonna do. And I'm so excited to see it because we follow each other on Instagram. Um, <laughs> um, but it's partially because we might be in uh, China at the same time. So I think that'd be fun. To love Brenda. Um, yeah, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god! I was planning on going to this bodega and it's closed. I've never in my life seen this bodega closed. What the fuck? What the fuck? I have to find another bodega. I'm hungry. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I don't know. It was just cool to see. And then also, like, in a weird way, like, talking to her felt like... I mean, it's after a certain age, obviously, you're all adults. Obviously, you're all, like, very capable in your own ways. You all have your little adult brain. But you're thinking about such different things that it felt like a time capsule, in a way, to talk to her. Because I was like, oh, like, that. It, like this is so vividly what I was worried about when I was her age or this is like just the kinds of things I was thinking about or this is like it's so fun to see this phase of navigation in your life and this kind of like level of there'd be things that like the rest of us had we were talking about about we'd be like oh like I remember this kind of like difficulty I had at this age and then and, like you could see her realizing that she's at that age and being like oh my god like I some a takeaway that feels now years removed so basic to us is like oh my god I've never experienced that even though like in the next breath she'd be teaching us something else that we hadn't thought about because she's like she's an adult with interests but it's just fun to see how much like that stage in life element plays into it and it was really nice to be able to feel a bit like reminiscent as well as see a few years into my future in some ways um so just very I appreciate it. I don't know, I like, people just mean so much to me. I'm so grateful. So grateful for this life. Um, still crying every day of the month. Still going through it, <laughs> by and large. And I think that's what makes me, to some degree, like, even more in awe of these, these moments. And even, there were some times where it's like, I, there's some things that are very front of mind like hot topics emotionally that that bring tears to my eyes immediately um which I would get reminded of every so often um amidst the day but I I felt I didn't cry in front of anybody that would have been a weird first impression not that I'm like I'm already a weird enough like not weird but like strange eclectic eclectic enough of a person um, and, uh, Valley. So, uh, some people are just leaving trivia. They were discussing questions. Uh, waiter effect. But I didn't cry, but I was partially is because I was like, honestly, in this group of people, I feel like that would be okay. And literally, just like that, like psychological reassurance, the fact that it wasn't, there's no additional fight or flight involved from what to me is a catastrophe, which is experiencing feelings. Um, that just that security I was like it's okay for me to just get back into this conversation that's okay um, it is lovely and I am grateful and slay my stomach hurts from because I was also looking forward to this all day so I didn't really eat anything 
I literally did not eat anything before. I'm realizing now. I had a coffee, which is why I hesitate. And a tea. And that's why I hesitate. I'm also realizing I haven't had much water. Ah, say that be. But that's also like when people are like, oh, the day-to-day someone name. But yeah, you need you need that kind of stability. You need to have day. You need to eat regularly and drink enough water so that way you can really be present on a day like this where it's just all about the vibes and that energy return uh so 10 out of 10 i was worried this was gonna be short but of course it's me so it's 40 minutes love beams